and welcome to the Manifest Playbook. My name is Kayla. I am your host of this podcast, and I am so excited to be here. First off, the fact that 2023 is in a couple short weeks is just absolutely mind-blowing to me. I know I mentioned taking a break maybe for the holidays and doing like wrapping up season one and doing season two in the new year. I'm still kind of toying with that idea, but today I just needed to get in front of the microphone and record this because I have a lot of thoughts and we're just going to share them. So the overarching topic of today's conversation is less is more. And I'm going to tell a couple personal stories behind this. And also we're going to dissect one brand that is hot in the media right now for something that they did, their marketing, where they should have done less. So we'll go through these kind of topics and just talk about the theme of less being more. Before we get into today's episode, I quickly want to announce that Manifest Marketing has just relaunched our entire service suite. We have brand new options, and I know you guys are going to friggin' love these because I'm absolutely obsessed. The ones that I'm really, really excited about are the brand new one hour intensive where we dissect your marketing pain points and create a strategy for you to get out of the rut that you're in with your marketing so that you can continue on to your maximum business growth and earning potentials and also our marketing consulting. So if coaching is a little bit too hands-on, if you want somebody else to be basically doing that marketing legwork for you, that is where we come in. So you have that option as well. So head over to manifestmarketingllc.net, check out the new offers, DM me, let me know any questions you have, and let's get you signed up because these services are just absolutely insane. And I'm so excited to get to work with you. And now back to the episode. So first things first with the more lifestyle part of that. <laughs> All this lifestyle content, I, I'm sorry, I can't even take myself seriously because the way that I've been talking recently, I've found myself falling into the trap of talking like I, I don't even know what, so moving right along. Um, so for the like life kind of part of it, obviously I've moved. I've talked about that. I moved a couple weeks ago and with that has obviously come new routines, new schedules, new everything pretty much. And in general, I think I've gotten a really good routine down. I feel really good. I've been moving my body a lot more, which is amazing because when I was in New Hampshire, it was so difficult for me to motivate myself to go for a walk. First off, because I lived in a very sketchy area where my last apartment was. And second off, because it's fucking cold up there. It would just be like 30 degrees in the mornings when I go to take my dog out. And I'm like, how can we do this as fast as possible? So now that I live somewhere that is warm year round, it is nice because I can go outside pretty much at any time of the day. And even at night when it's cold, it's not like negative five degrees cold. So I've been moving my body a lot more. I've created a routine and there's a couple things that I obviously do want to tweak. Like I haven't been doing my spiritual practice as much as I'd like to, which I know I talked about a little bit in last week's episode and being able to incorporate all of your passions into your daily life. That is something that I want to focus on. So that's kind of one of my goals, but overall I've had a good routine going so far. But what I've noticed since I moved down here is that I've been having some issues with things like my gut health and my skin. And I don't know if it's just stress from moving or getting acclimated to a new climate 
or the fact that I'm eating way different foods now than I what I'm used to where I was living before. Obviously, I'd go to the same grocery store. I got the same groceries every time. And now where I'm at, I will go to the gym in the mornings and then I'll go get a post-workout shake or smoothie. And then when I go grocery shopping, obviously it's a different grocery store. So I don't know if it's my body trying to adjust to the new foods and places where I'm at or what is going on. But I've been having some just really like gut issues, just feeling bloated and lethargic and kind of crappy. And it always hits midday, mid to end day. So I've been trying to do things like taking probiotics or drinking kombucha, things that are fermented foods, whatever. Not the point of this. So I've had issues with that and I've been really overanalyzing it and overthinking it. And then on the flip side, which I think it, they're probably connected, but I, my skin has been so bad since we moved. And it's interesting to me because I thought the opposite was going to happen. I thought when I moved down because of like the humidity and everything and the more stable temperatures that my skin would be really, really happy, but it has gone the other way. I have acne like almost as bad as I did when I was in college. And if you knew me, personally when I was in college I used to have the worst cystic acne and yeah it isn't pretty to look at first off like it's not you know nobody probably wants to have acne I don't know I just I know I don't but it's painful and that was what really became I don't want to say debilitating that's kind of a strong word but just really like it would impose on my diet pretty much. Like I would just be in pain from my acne and now my skin is breaking out so bad. And I know there's a huge link between gut health and skin, you know, how your skin looks and all that. So I've been trying all of these things. Like I get these um, post-workout smoothies after the gym and I'm adding like gut enhancers and all this stuff and all these new foods that I'm having and trying to do kombucha and I've been looking at probiotics, all of this stuff. And someone said to me the other day, they were like, first off, you don't allow yourself to be happy. You don't just allow yourself to be content with where you're at. And I was like, okay, I've known that because I have this like underlying feeling of like, why can't I just be happy? And so now um, I keep reminding myself like happiness is a choice, like choose happiness, which sounds maybe a little cliche, but if I have to sit here and remind myself to choose happiness 15 times a day in order to start to make that link of like, I can choose to be happy. That is my decision. Then that's what I'll do. So they, they were like, first off, you don't allow yourself to be happy. And second off, you're always looking for a problem. You're always doing too much. You're always like saying that this is wrong and that's wrong and you need to fix this and you need to fix that. Why don't you just do less? And they were saying, you know, like, well, I don't even really do anything to my skin and it's clear. And I wanted to punch them in the face because I was like, well, good for you for having clear skin and not having to do anything, but I don't have it that way. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what, ever since I've moved and I, I love the fact that I've been get, like moving my body more, that has been huge to me. It's made me feel so much better. But outside of that, I think that my goal with moving my body more and doing all these things is to look a certain way, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. I'm not going to say that, you know, wanting to look good is a bad thing, but I think I've put so much pressure on myself because it's like, oh, well, I just moved somewhere where it could be like summer all year round or, you know, it's warm temperatures all year round. And so I need to look good. I need to be bikini ready all the time. I need to do this and that. And where I grew up is a really small town. People didn't do things as much like Botox and filler and all of these, you know, beauty treatments, whatever it is. 
So now living somewhere where that's kind of the norm, I feel this pressure of, okay, I need to do all of these things, which first and foremost, like that's not maybe the case. Like maybe saying it's the norm isn't a totally accurate statement. I don't know, (laughs) but down here, it's a lot more commonplace for people to have Botox and filler and work done and all of that. So I think that in my mind, some kind of subconscious part of me is like, all right, so now you need to look hot all the time and get Botox and do filler and do all this stuff. And I think I'm just trying to do too much. And I'm pretty sure I can't say for certain, maybe there is something that's seriously wrong with me. I don't know. But I think that with my gut health and my skin health right now, the issue is that I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much of the probiotic, too much gut enhancing, you know, powder, whatever it is, too many skincare products, too many steps in my skincare, whatever. And there's a little saying, keep it simple, stupid. That is exactly what I need to do. And if you're feeling like this kind of resonates where you're like, um, yeah, I've been dealing with these issues and I just keep doing too much. And the more we sit and look at social media too, the more we feel that we need to be doing more all the time. So I sit and watch TikToks of these people with these aesthetic lives and these 15 step skincare routines and all of these different products and things that they're using. And every time, you know, I'm easily influenced, I will say. I'm scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, I need this product and this is going to cure my acne and that's going to get rid of my bloating and I need to do this and I need to do that. And at the end of the day, it's all too much. And if you watch TikTok at all, like maybe you're on the lovely part of TikTok where you're learning about, I don't know, books or knitting or something. I don't even know, but I, I follow lifestyle people. I like lifestyle content and I like creators who are into fitness and run businesses. And that's kind of who I follow. And obviously those people are doing all of these things. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying that I've realized that I'm trying to be like all of these people that aren't me. And with that, I've been trying to do too much. So my kind of gut instinct and after having that conversation about, you know, you just need to choose to be happy and do less. <laughs> I'm really thinking that that is the way I need to go. And I kind of have this inkling, this feeling of if I start doing less, that things are going to resolve themselves. Things are going to clear up because the other thing too, that I've been doing since I moved down is that I started tracking macros again, which I think I mentioned last week as well. That was more so because I know I have like, portion control issues and I used to have disordered eating habits. And so for me, this was just a tool to keep myself in check of like, am I eating the right things? Am I eating enough nutrients in the day? Am I doing, you know, what I need to do to keep my body healthy? But I think that it has also contributed to the doing too much because now I'm overthinking every meal before I eat because I'm like, how many carbs is in this? How many grams of protein? How many grams of fat? I think I'm just overthinking the food, the working out, the post-workout smoothies, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but just like getting all of that extra protein and all of this, it's all good things. There's good intentions behind it. But at the end of the day for me and what I need, it's just too much. So what I'm planning to do and what I want to see, I want to play with and see if it works is I want to just start doing less and not in a way of being lazy or being complacent and not doing things I need to do, but not putting such a pressure on myself at going super fucking hard at the gym every day, which I honestly, I have had the best workouts recently that I've ever had. So I actually genuinely feel good about my workouts, but things like 
not tracking every single macro and I'm probably not even going to keep tracking macros. I really just wanted to use it as a tool to see if I was getting the nutrients I need. And I noticed that I was overeating a lot at night. So it has been a benefit, but it's a tool. It's not an end all be all. And now that I've realized that it's starting to get to a point where it's just something I'm obsessing over, I'm definitely just going to drop it and make sure that maybe tracking once a week or a couple times a month to see if I'm getting enough nutrients, but not being obsessive over it. So I'm probably going to do less of that, less of the skincare with the 15 steps and the scrubs and this and that, and all of that stuff, doing less of the skincare, doing less of worrying about my gut, because I'm pretty sure that's what's inflaming it is just me worrying about all of these different variables. So my plan and my goal is to do less in hopes that it will end up resolving some of these problems. So again, if you're feeling like you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I feel like I've just been doing too fucking much recently. I invite you to slow down, take a step back. If there's things that you feel like are controlling your life or that are just driving you insane, just take an outside look at it. Be like, you know, is this something that's really serving me? Or is this something that I am, have fallen to be a slave to because there's a big difference between doing something because you want to do it and because it feels good and doing something because you feel like you have to do it. And again, going back to the social media part, everything that we do now, we can be so easily influenced, but also it's easy for us to fall into the trap of thinking we're not doing enough because we see all these people with their 20 step skincare routines and their greens powders and they're this and they're probiotics and they're that. And whatever it is, we feel like we are not doing enough. If we don't, if we aren't doing these 10,000 step morning routines and the skincare and the workouts and all that stuff, don't feel like it's something you have to do. Good chance is that the people that you're watching do this stuff, unless they're being real and genuine and telling you like, yeah, I take off days and you know, not every day is perfect. They're probably not doing all of these things every single day either. You're just seeing a highlight reel of what it is that their day looks like. There's probably a ton more stuff going on behind the scenes that you don't even know about. So if you're sitting there comparing yourself, like I know I was, to these people that you follow and you see online, just take a step back and realize, you know, like that what they're doing is good for them and their life, but that's not me, that's not my life, and that is not my journey. So if you're struggling with feeling like you're doing too much, I invite you to do less. And with that, we'll pivot into a brand and a story that is blowing up the news recently that they should have done so much less, so much less. So if you don't live under a rock, you've probably heard that Balenciaga, the brand, they were, I think they're a designer brand or were, they put out things like clothing, accessories. I don't know if they do shoes. I really don't know. I don't follow them that closely. But they recently did a marketing campaign. And the reason I'm bringing this up, I will say too, is because it is marketing related and I am in marketing. So it has spiked my interest, but also just as a general community issue, I really want to talk about it. So again, if you are following Balenciaga is a brand, a designer brand, they put out clothes, accessories, maybe shoes. I don't fucking know, handbags, whatever. And they recently did a media campaign with teddy bears depicted in BDSM attire and there was 
children in the materials i guess I, th I saw a couple of images but i really didn't look that closely because it was just so appalling but basically there was children and teddy bears with bdsm attire and the backdrop of the campaign like the the imagery that was in the background was some kind of court case regarding child pornography first and foremost that is a big fucking no-no don't ever like Mixing children and sexual whatever, anything, is just disgusting. And yeah, sex sells. I get that. But do not bring children into it. If you want to do your marketing campaign as some BDSM thing, like, fine. But don't bring kids into it. And the fact that they went so far as to have the background imagery be documents and files from a court case about child pornography is just disgusting. And what I think the intention was behind this or what I think their thought process was, because obviously I'm not on their marketing team, but if I had been, God knows that never would have happened. <laughs> anyway, I think that their intention was to do more and be extra and be loud and out there and shocking and provocative. And that is sometimes what it takes now in order to be seen because there is so much going on. We're fed so much information constantly, like millions and millions and millions of bits of information we are processing every single day. And now being on social media, it is more than ever in our human lives. We are just absorbing data and information at the most rapid pace that we've ever seen. So now in order to be noticed, to be seen, you have to be loud and provocative and scandalous and shocking, but not, not, not when it comes to involving children. Just, I, I can't even really put into words right now how disgusted I am that some person, some campaign manager somewhere was like, yep, this is a good idea. Let's do it. If you want to be shocking, if you want to be provocative, if you want to use sex appeal in order to sell your mediocre handbags and clothing, by all means, do whatever you got to do, but do not involve children and do not involve legal cases regarding child pornography. It is just disgusting to me. Balenciaga, in this example, should have done less. They should have done less. And the thing is, there are brands out there that have been doing less and they have been doing their thing and they're consistent with their messaging. They're consistent with what they do, their products. And they are surviving and thriving because they're not doing things like creating provocative, shocking, disturbing marketing campaigns to promote their products. Just the fact that, again, going back to the fact that somebody out there, this campaign manager, this creative director was like, yeah, this is a good idea. Let's put this out. Shame on you. First off, just fucking shame on you because that is disgusting. And the fact that your brain could even create an idea like this just revolts me. But mark my words, Balenciaga will never, ever have any sort of reputation like they did ever again because I have seen this again this is the beauty and the power of social media but also the downfall is that people picked up on that shit so fast and this is like one of the number one trending topics right now is this campaign that they tried to put out or that they did put out and people are now getting rid of their Balenciaga stuff at 
a rapid fire pace. And I know this has happened with other brands before, like a few years back, it happened with Nike. People were, it was more of a political thing and people were like getting rid of their Nike gear. I'm not going to dive into that because that isn't anything like this case, but the fact that Balenciaga went so far as to include teddy bears, BDSM apparel, children, and child pornography cases on their campaign is just disgusting. So Balenciaga in this circumstance should have done so much less, so much less, especially in marketing and branding. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is actually what gets you to be noticed because you're not doing the things that are shocking and provocative and all of that, because now we're so desensitized to it that you don't really even think and, and like take a second glance at some of the things you see. Like there have been things that I've seen online that I'm like, okay, scrolling, scrolling. And it's something that's like wild or somebody who's like, totally butt-ass naked or whatever it is like we're so desensitized as a community as a what is the word I'm looking for as a collective I don't know that's not the word but as like people in general because of social media because of tv because of the media the news all of this stuff we are so desensitized to this stuff that people are just trying to do whatever it takes to be the most shocking and the most out there that they can be and truthfully when it comes down to it a lot of times less is going to be more and consistency is going to be the key to having that success. So if they, if Balenciaga just stayed in their lane and did what they were doing and continued to put out the products and, you know, do whatever they had to do for their marketing that they had been doing in the past. I don't even know because I didn't follow the brand. So I guess maybe that's just proof that their marketing isn't great. I have no idea. Um, but if they had just continued doing what they were doing and, and done less and just stayed on course and stayed in their fucking lane, then maybe they wouldn't be completely and utterly canceled at this point. But this one wrong move by them has cost their entire brand reputation. Like there is no coming back from this. So regardless if it's your brand, your business, your personal life, doing less can be so much more. <laughs> so with that, I will just leave you with that. Honestly, the, I don't know what else to say here. Um, but take if there's anything you want to take away from this episode today, it's just to do less. Do less. Especially going into the new year too, this can be the time where people want to do all these big major life changes. And I am all for planning and getting a good grip on what you want to have coming into the new year. But don't feel like you need to change your entire life. Obviously, if you want to, where you're like, I need to do this, that is one thing. And, you know, right on, do what you got to do. But I think that instead of having this whole, I'm going to overhaul my entire life and I'm going to change everything about me going into the new year and have all these resolutions. No, I think I'm going to do less and I'm going to make the goals that I need to have for my business, for myself, for my personal life, but I'm not going to go in and change every single facet of my life just to be whatever it is that everybody else is being. And I'm not saying to not create goals and resolutions to do better for yourself. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think that goals and resolutions and having a vision are all incredible things. But if you go too far, if you're doing too much, chances are it's not going to stick. So my best advice would be incorporate things little by little. 
for me this time last year, I did not have a business. I didn't have a podcast. I was very lost, probably like wildly depressed. Actually, yeah, I, I mean, I was still drinking heavily. So there was a lot of things at this time last year that were not happening in my life that I have now, which is incredible to think about. Maybe I'll do another episode on that before the end of this year is all the changes that have happened. But as we go into this new year as well, less can also be more. Maybe less overhaul of your lifestyle resolutions and more incorporating things slowly and introducing new habits to your life at a pace that is going to be manageable for you. That I know is my goal going into this new year because at first when I realized it's December and I see all these posts on social media saying, oh, the new year's right around the corner. What's your new year's resolution? What is this? What is that? Oh, you're going to change your life. Oh, you know, stop sitting on your ass, blah, blah, blah. Deep breath and know that these people are creating this content or these ideas or whatever because that's what their belief is for themselves. If you see somebody who's like, you know, 2023, new year, new me, all of this stuff, great, that's what they wanna do for themselves. That does not mean that's what you need to do for yourself. So just take the time, evaluate, see what's gonna work best for you, and remember that less can be more sometimes. Do less, people, do fucking less. Especially if you're Balenciaga, just stop doing anything at all because you guys fucked up for yourselves. But. No, seriously, I hope that this was helpful. If you have any thoughts or additional ideas, definitely send me a message let me know. I'll probably be making an episode next week. I haven't fully decided when we're going to wrap up season one, if we are, or if I'm just going to keep going for it. Um, we, we don't know, but regardless of what happens, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Connect with me on Instagram. My personal is at Kayla C. Martin, Kayla spelled with an I. You can follow the Manifest Playbook on Instagram and follow Manifest Marketing as well. So thank you for listening to this. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you next week. Bye.